Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 286. And today we're going to take a little break from our study of the Jinkies, our daily study of the Jinkies. And we're going to dive into um, what's been going on for kind of like a re- recap of the year and uh, just celebrate this beautiful day today, Christmas 2021. And we're going to talk about the failure of the Matrix that has been officially exemplified with a piece of shit movie that they pulled out of their ass yesterday. I mean, I saw it yesterday, but it's just ridiculous. I'm super. I'm a super fan of the original Matrix, the first one. Because the second, the the second and the third was just marketing crap. But I actually tried to watch the second one about you know probably like five six years ago, and it was crap. I mean <laughs> I couldn't finish it. And we're gonna talk a little bit about um, just uh, storytelling and how our lives are are. There, 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 there are stories, you know. And uh, throughout, if you've been listening to the podcast throughout some of the you know episodes, we've been weaving this underlying um, narrative of how our lives are our movies, our stories, the book of our lives, right? And we are the main character of our lives, and and how at this point we we in in civilization. We are being given the opportunity to either uh, roll with the plot, you know, like sub, sub, submit to the plot or push the plot forward. And that's the difference between a passive care main character, a passive hero. Well, he's not a hero at that point. It's, it's, it's a rag <laughs> being dragged around by the events of the plot or a true main character, which is pushing the events of the plot with their decisions. And we're going to make that analogy of the Matrix and how it literally, <laughs> the Matrix is literally failing. As we're speaking, it's falling apart. The house of cards, the all power structure is just falling apart and it's wonderful to see it. And and it's exemplified on this, um, you know, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Keanu Reeves and I like Carrie and Moss too um, from the original movie. The original movie, um, some people say that it wasn't even written by the, you know, whatever the Wachowskis now, um, that they stole that script. I don't know if that's true, but it definitely feels right because the first, um, the first Matrix, the script is a masterpiece. It's literally the story of a digital Christ. And um, and it's just it's it's a it's a, it's a it's a beautiful master. It's almost like a documentary. And then they came up with the sequels, and they were just you know milking the the, the Hollywood cow, and and they were just uh, they tried to um, when I, I a thing that I see a lot of people is when you don't know when you don't have truth, you try to bring in philosophy. And it just feels as empty, like you know, it feels empty, like empty dead air, and and that that's a lot of what we saw in the second and the third movies. A lot of head, you know, head trip, and uh, it, just a lot of telling. This is another thing you don't want to see on on good storytelling. Good storytelling is showing you, especially in a, such an amazing medium as as film, because film is. It's a whole other level on 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 book. It definitely, obviously, on on writing you want to show, because you create images in the brain, right? And the difference between telling and showing 
is it immerses you in the story, right? It's not, it's not he- mental. It's 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 embodied, and this is something we talk a lot about here on this podcast. Um, one thing in before we dive into this full on, um, if you don't know, the homepage of the podcast is Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's where you can find all of the episodes. At the very top of the homepage, there's a pink button that says install. You can install the app on your phone and uh, and and have it there so you don't have to have to type it on the, on the browser anytime you can uh, listen to all of the episodes on the main page at the bottom you can learn more about us on the about tab and we do our jinky study every day you want to learn more about the jinkies there's a tab we have a telegram channel and a chat and if you uh, if you uh, you can click on the, on the news tab at the bottom that'll take you to our telegram channel that's our news channel where we try to bring in the most you know relevant cohesive objective logical non-emotional stuff i mean there's tons of drama out there and every now and then it's it's fun to you know get into the gossip but um you know we try to stick to stuff that's you know that's not uh, uh clickbaity like very like um uh milking the cow of the drama right because there's so much drama but there's stuff that there's definitely like a massive amount of stuff you're not listening on Facebook and Twitter and in the, in the news and in, in Instagram and whatever, YouTube. And so we try to bring all of that there. What's going on in the world? And then also we have also, uh, we're not going to be talking about the jinkies today, but... Um, but also, if you are uh, listening to us on an app somewhere out there like Apple Podcast or Spotify, and you are enjoying this podcast, please leave us a review, a five-star rating, a like, a comment, so that the podcast can rise on the searches and more people can find us if you're getting value out of this podcast, if you're enjoying our journey here. But let's dive into today's episode, Christmas 2021 and the failure of the Matrix. And it's just, when I saw this yesterday, it was just, I mean, I already knew it was going to be crap. <laughs> kind of like I, I felt it because, you know, the, ori- the origin story is such, a, such an amazing, beautiful example of, of masterful storytelling. And breakthrough cinematography too, like they really uh, break ground. I actually saw The Matrix in 1999 in the theater and it just blew my mind. I woke out and I was like, oh my God, this is like, it was just, it was just mind blowing, right? And so what they try to do here, what they try to do with this one is the same thing they tried to do with the, the new Star Wars, The Force Awakens, right? Which that one actually came out better than this. It was still crap, but... This this one came out better, and um, but basically what it is 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 uh, and we're going to talk about several different uh, points of perspective, right? From the industry perspective, you had like Star Wars in the seventies, a breakthrough event, right? And then you had the Matrix in the, in the end of the nineties, a breakthrough event, and then you had Avatar in the end of the you know two thousand nine. That's another breakthrough event in cinematography. Ah, uh, this is my. You know, one of my passions in life, storytelling. I love stories. So this, just, I could just listen to stories all day and watch them in, in, in all different mediums and stuff. But uh, at this point, everything you're getting out of Hollywood is crap. 
You know, there are some good shows, but they're massively peppered with with propaganda and predictive programming and subversion, you know, uh, communist subversion and, 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 and you know, uh, woke ideology. So it's it's painful to watch a lot of the stuff because you know what they're pushing. And but at the same time, they had to ride that bullshit on top of something good. So the stories are good. Some of them are good. And um but they have, they have to, they have to, uh, if, if they don't write it on something good, nobody's going to watch it because nobody really wants the, the crap. And you can see it on some TV series when their story is really good. The first season, for example, and in the second season, they really start pumping their whole like division with the racial stuff. And, and then the ranking, the rate, the ratings go way down and they're like, well, why isn't it working? Because nobody wants to listen to that shit. You know, it's like they keep harping this like, oh, we are so like different and we need to accept gays and trans and, you know, there's all of this bullshit. And the truth is that people are really most of the time and the real people are really allowing, you know, they might have a lot of differences and people say, well, I don't care what they do with their sexuality or whatever their race or anything, but they respect people's lives. You know, but what they're really pushing right here is the subversion separatist system. And you can see really clearly right that on the matrix here. It's like they they it's like exactly they they have the the agenda. And it's it's so it's so interesting because the movie in itself and spoilers, if you want to see it, you know, you might not want to keep listening to this podcast because I'm really going to talk about the whole thing. Uh, so just, you know, go see it and then come back. Because I'm, I'm this, this after here from here on, I'm going to start talking about the the movie, but uh, basically, it's it's the funny thing is that it's self aware. It's like it's, and this is what the this is what the uh, what the um what the wizard cockroaches mafia because that's how I call them. You know, the people, the the wizard of Oz behind the the curtain of Hollywood and the media and the banking cartel and this, you know little creature behind there of like comprised of people that don't understand life they they have this wet dream of um controlling the world like it, this is old stuff right this isn't even new it's like yeah we are going to control the entire world and so they they're they're the whole propaganda machine of hollywood and 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 you know now it's netflix and amazon it's the same thing it's just different arms of the same monster um they their whole purpose is to keep people um confused and this is one of the this is the main reason why we're doing this podcast you know so we can establish a solid connection with god so that you can navigate through this storm and know your way through so you get a lot in the media you get a massive amount of um of mixed truths and you see that a lot of that too on the alternative media it's they're telling you the truth but they're the, then in, in the pivotal moment they twist it and you don't normal when if you don't understand layers of what's going on, it goes straight into the subconscious. And so in this case, they 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 basically the the premise of the of the whole thing is that um, the Neo is back in the Matrix, right? The machines resurrected him after the last movie, and they kept him because they realized that he's some sort of engine that keeps the whole thing going. You know, without him, the whole matrix falls apart. So they they keep him as as a, as a and they gave him a a, diff, a, diff, a new story, right? And the story is that he's 
his his experience in the matrix and waking up from the matrix and 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 the all of what happened in the first three movies it was a video game that he designed because he's a video game developer so so they they did the same bullshit of kind of rehashing because they did the same thing with the force awakens for, for the star wars is basically the force awakens is kind of like the a rehashing of the first star wars movie like same events and this is, you know, you can totally see the hand of the of the of the studio trying to milk the cow. But the funny thing in this thing is that they tell you they're doing that. It's like he's sitting down with the fucking um what is it, his boss or whatever, and he's, he's, they're remembering the original movie and he's saying, Oh, you're going back to the Matrix, you know, and so it's like it's like if they're kind of letting you know that that because they actually say it, there's a scene where he's sitting down with his boss, which he ended up ended up being, you know, uh, Agent Smith, and he now has a new face and blah blah blah. Which I would I would have loved if they would have brought the original actor because he's that guy has an incredible uh, Hugo Weaving. He has an incredible grav gravitas gravitas. I don't know how you say that, and um, a lot of a weight as, as as an actor, right? But uh, he probably read the script and said, I'm passing on the same with, with you know, a great uh, Lawrence Fishburne. You know, he also, they changed him and they brought in this, you know, it's just, it's cringy. It's super cringy. And and uh, I would have loved to see Morpheus again, right? But uh, they invented this Morpheus. And, you know, there are great elements throughout the entire movie that, that you can see the story was there. The real story of the Zoma, great story, which I'm going to talk about what the real story, in my opinion, should have been. Because what they really did was then they rehashed the whole, you know, one, uh, which actually there's an element of that that is really good, talking about the polarities unifying the male and female. And that was the awakening of Trinity as part of being the one, right? Because now it's spreading out. So that's, that. there's, because like I said, as we evolve in, in our civilization, something of this magnitude that reaches globally, it, it has to include elements of truth in it. Otherwise, it wouldn't reach. So there are the elements in truth, but they're subverted or, or as much as they can subvert it in order to make the buck and to project their message. And the message is that they wanted to, to put in the movie that I got was, you know, you are in the matrix and the greatest decision for you is not for you to make. So that was the, the mind control embedded in the movie. The very core evil of the movie, not the movie, but, the, you know, the, the, the machine of the propaganda Hollywood, right? That your decision right now, which is to wake up from the matrix, right? Because the original story was, you know, eventually it evolved to I am the one who's making the choice. It's all about waking up to I, this is my life. I don't believe in destiny. I make my own story, right? And so they, they subverted that and transformed it into your decision is not yours to make. It's hers to make, right? Which at the same time, it's like now it's not about Neo. It's about Trinity. And that's okay, you know, because now she's the one. And and now both together, they create this like unifying uh, uh, twin helix of, 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 uh, of awakening, which... That is truth and it's beautiful, right? But the main concept, and I was talking about how the, the movie is self-aware of its own bullshit. 
And there's a scene when, uh, uh, you know, the new Mr. Smith is talking to his, his boss, right? And there, it's kind of like resembling the same uh, uh, scene from the original movie where he's talking to his boss and he's like, the boss is like saying, well, Mr. Anderson, either you find yourself in your, you know, desk every day or you find yourself another job. And then you hear the screeching of the, of the, of the, of the windshield, the wind, the wind wipers out. But in this one, they're like it's it's kind of like modern age now. There, it's it's a st- it's a it's a it's a video game company, and they have nice couches. But it's the same thing, just nicer. And uh, he's like the head developer now. He's not just an employee, but he's having the same conversation. And it's like, and, and they're really just you know saying, okay, we're going back to the Matrix. So they're trying to sell you nostalgia. The same thing they tried to sell you nostalgia with The Force Awakens, you know. And that is just so fucking weak. It's like, we don't care about that stuff. You know, they're trying to find new audience and blah, blah, blah. We don't care about that. I don't want to hear the story of the one again. It's like, that was Matrix 1. If you want to make a new story, and here, this is where I found the heart of the story, which... Which, like I, like I said, it's, it's, the, the, the effects were good. It was incredibly slow. Like, it didn't took off until, like, halfway through. That was just horrifying. And it was a lot of telling and, and not enough showing. And this is something I talk about when you're, when you're like, you know, um, when you're reading a book or you're watching a movie. The, and I was talking about this a, a little bit ago. Um, when you, when you, what immerses you in a story is when, when the story is showing you the story. When you can become embedded in the story and you forget that you're watching a movie. But when they're telling you the plot elements and names and blah, 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 and they just keep talking, you're like, oh, God, it's, it's boring as fuck. And so they did a lot of that. And they're doing a lot of that. And that is just so weak because I'm 100% convinced that there are extraordinary writers everywhere. And they're just not getting the job because they want a very specific narrative. So they pick up tools, literally tools of a writers that they can tell what they want them to say and then meld it and turn it and twist it and to get this concoction that they, this Franken movie they come up with. And now it's crap, you know, comedy is crap right now. You don't, you cannot even have comedy any, anymore because everything is controlled and it's all the subversive agenda, communist subversive agenda embedded on the, you know, entertainment industry. But in this case, it was just really self-aware. You know, they tried to make fun of itself. You know, yes, we are here back in the Matrix and it's awesome. It's like, whoa, we're back. And so it's kind of bringing truth because you're already thinking that and they know you're thinking that. So might as well they tell you. And then you kind of like, okay, there's truth there. And then it goes into bullshit, right? They bring another kind of architect that this, in this case is a psychiatrist. And played by this guy that uh, used to do the Doogie Howser thing. And uh, and just, you know, at the same heady stuff. And, and in, so they created this environment, which is kind of like a rehash of the same first movie. The same plot of The Awakening, blah, 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 blah. But they mixed it a little bit with the second two movies of The Resistance and blah. But all of that is like... It's like they just invented, they, they just rehashed the same story again. Right now, it's not just the one. Now you have the, the couple and the couple are going to awake and become the, the couple and they fly away. Woo. 
Damn, and they bring out the same song. I guess just pathetic, pathetic. The same song from Rage Against the Machine, but now it's sung by a woman, you know? And it's like, okay, <laughs> you know? It's like, I don't care any of those stereotypes. It doesn't matter. The captain of the new ship, I liked her. She was good. I think that was the only character that was actually properly fleshed out. She had, that's a good, good actress. I've never seen her before. But everybody else, I don't remember their names. I couldn't give three fucks if they died or not. I couldn't understand. They tried to pull out with this heist thing. And it's the same crap they pushed on, on the second and third movie. But I'm going to get down to the core. Because after I saw it, I found the soul of the movie. And the soul of the movie was that the machines eventually... They, because at the end of the, the Matrix, the third Matrix, there was a, 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 a program that was a little girl that uh, that didn't have any purpose, right? Because she was just the embodiment of love, right? In the, in, in the, in the you know, that's the way they see it, right? Because you, you can see the projection of the wizard cockroaches in it, right? Love has no purpose, which the only purpose of life is love, right? That's the truth. And so it's like for them, love not, love has no purpose in the machine world, right? So, but that was brilliant at the at the Matrix, the Matrix uh, uh, Revolution. I don't know what it was called, the la the latest Matrix, right? The, the 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 third Matrix, right? So it was this program that uh, um, you know she was just the the product of love, and and so there was no function in in the Matrix for her. So that's why her father wanted to take her out of the Matrix and into uh, other realities out there. I don't remember exactly, but she grows up because this happens like 60 years later after that, right? Supposedly, at the end of the third, the, the father and the mother of the Matrix, the architect of, and the oracle, they come together and they say, okay, we're going to liberate the humans. And then Sati, which is the little girl, comes out walking and says, now we have a new world of love. And so that that is what I see the core of the story right there, because in this story, now you have machines that are benevolent. And I have no I have no problem with artificial intelligence being benevolent because I am of the idea that whatever you embed in your creations, it will come back to you. So it, uh, the creation of artificial intelligence is inevitable. We are creating that right now. It's how, what, are you going to make them into your slaves? Because eventually that's going to turn back and they're going to make what is the whole purpose of the concept of the matrix machines making be, a, a humanity enslaved. There's not something to be afraid. I'm, you know, there's, there's entire civilizations out there that coexist with artificial intelligence, but it's how do we what do we give our creations? You don't have a baby and enslave them. You don't get a poppy and enslave them, right? So if if you're going to have a create an, a, a self-conscious... Uh, this is why I really like Star Trek a lot. The older Star Trek, the new Star Trek Discovery is crap too. You know, it's full of all the wake bullshit. But the next generation, you know, Star Trek Voyager, the original series, all of those are extraordinary examples of, uh, they have a lot of that. They bring that together of that coexistence with artificial intelligence. So what I saw the soul of the Matrix, it was um, this girl grows up, Right. And, 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 and 
this is they don't show you this on the movie which this is what the movie should have been about you know because now you have these machines that are working with the humans they are benevolent you they can kind of have like more curvy sides they're not so creepy right they fly and they look like little bugs you know but pretty bugs instead of like ugly bugs they look like pretty butterfly machine bugs right and so i think that was the soul of the movie really the the um the 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 eventually the um the 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 kind of like a, 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 a an alliance or or like a, a, a you know a, a coexistence with the machines right because basically they're also trying to sell you into transhumanism right this is what the what you have to be aware with this kind of crap right because simultaneously they there's that timeline and then there's the transhumanism which is like you know they want to turn people into cyborgs and they got the I, now that I'm getting to the kind of the end of the podcast, I'm thinking maybe I should make a whole a, a series on transhumanism of this stuff because this is very important stuff. But what they're doing right now is in the movie they're putting it together and they're trying to sell a look. It's so pretty. They're friendly. Blah, 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 right. But their agenda is very different. They want to turn people into cyborgs. That's why they're injecting this, you know, uh, bioweapon to turn the, the people's DNA into whatever the fuck they want. And they download like a new operating system every three months and they're gradually transforming people into cyborgs. That's what these injections are. That's what they want to do. And you can see it in the Matrix, but it's a massive failure. Because the and, and and it's I'm sure it it makes absolute sense for those people that are on that timeline where we're in a completely different reality here, and so the soul that I saw it's at the end of the third movie you got this little girl that it's a program, but it now her purpose is to love. She is the embodiment of love in the machine world, right? Artificial intelligence that can love and and who's to say that you know artificial intelligence cannot become cannot be benevolent i'm sure there's all the universe is so vast right so you have that reality and i i i think cuz they don't show you that that because of that concept because of that program that evolution because now you're, you're getting from, let's say, the, the, the consciousness of the artificial intelligence is evolving from the separation, the power struggle into unity, right? Into, into Anahata, right? The, 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 the unity of the polarities. And this is the, the core, very beautiful principle of that. They have their peppered with bullshit and disinformation and subversion and crap, right? And bad, bad fucking storytelling, a lot of telling, bad, no showing. So it's a failure. It's definitely it's a failure of a movie, a failure of a storytelling, a failure in every way. But there is a story there. And the story is coexistence. And so the, the program Sati, in my opinion, evolves to bring this consciousness of, of, uh, of love. And what is love? Is respect for all of life. Allow life to expand and, 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 and express without subverting or controlling other lives. So you have these humans that now they're collaborating with some machines. You got Mr. Smith and now he's doing his own thing. He doesn't want to be part of the Matrix. So you have all these different factions that have their own purpose. And that's what life is. Life is all of life doing their own thing, right? Nothing falls within the same, you know, umbrella anymore. And and so uh, that's what I think should have been the story about the story of Sati. The story of how the machines become 
begin to coexist with the humans. And then you can bring in, you know, Neo getting back up. So you can bring back Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss. And, you know, it's, it's really cool to see them back. He's still, they still look great. And, uh, and you can bring them back with their story, right? You can bring in that also, that element of, of the unity of the polarities, the male and the female, which is, it's basic. That's really the balance, the true equality, right? But the way that it was done, it was the elements were there, but it was boring as fuck. It was slow. There was a lot of talking. I couldn't remember the names of nobody. I didn't understand what the highs was about. It was just gibberish. And, you know, there's this new villain that now moves in bullet time. You know, he moves faster than everything, you know, and, and, and you don't even understand. I mean, the very, the very core that I understand is that there's a part of the machines that they still want in control. And then there's other parts of the machine that wants freedom. So I, I see these. They want to make another trilogy or another series. They want to create a franchise. And this is the first installment on their new franchise right now. You got Trinity and, and Neo. They fly together. And you got a new crew of, of woke, you know, pudgy little kids driving the, 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 the same, the same ship 60 years later, right? You got old Niobe with like dreadlocks and shit. So it's like, eh. Meh, you know, like, give me something fresh, something real. I would have started this story with the story of Sati and how she evolved from that little girl, how, what her life was. That would have been exciting. And then how did that turn into the machines helping the people and, and, and now coexisting? Cause, cause now they have their life. They're not the slaves of the humans and the humans are not enslaved by the machines. And then there's this other faction of machines that still want power. And you can have another faction of humans that are still talking. You could bring all of these elements that they, you know, Tolkien did that really well with the, with the Lord of the Rings. He be, created all of these factions with these different agendas. And he pitted it all together, you know, all struggling to understand power. And magnificent work of Tolkien, right? But uh, all of this is like it's really the old saying is like everything that, that, that gets woke turns to shit. And that's what they're doing. They're trying to embed their freaking ideology on everything. They're planting it on it. And it's just crap. You know, the, the new Morpheus dressed with yellow suits and, and <laughs> red robes. It was absolutely ridiculous. And it's just, you know, it's it's just such a sad because this actor looked like a really cool potential young Morpheus, right? But it looked like shit. So we've reached the end of the episode today. This is just kind of like a special edition of the podcast. Maybe we'll do more of this storytelling, uh, analyzing stuff and how what's the relationship of, of what they're pushing in the media. And it's like, don't be afraid of anything. Look at things with open eyes. Look at all the factions. Realize that things are not black or white. Everything is intertwined. There's beauty. There's truth. There's love. There's God in everything. Because God, we channel the divine light of creation in all of our creations. So there's there's light in even in, that, in this crappy movie, right? But we get to see all the lies and all the disinformation and we get to laugh at it. Because this stuff just brushes off like water you know it doesn't touch us none of this stuff touches us we can see through all the lies and it's ridiculous so we're really looking forward for great great storytelling put out there with like soul you know 
character arcs that are soul-wrenching and just like amazing transformations, you know. Even, you know, tragedies. Tragedies are also great lessons, right? But uh, but real stories. The uh, Who was saying, I don't remember exactly who was saying, uh, but the one thing you want to do when you tell a story is you want to tell the truth. You know you're telling a lie because you pull it out of your ass, right, as a writer. It's But it has to be real in terms of the connection that it has with, with, with uh, 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 makes him make people embody the story. Like he has to have a connection with real life. Right, it cannot be the same process story of like I love you. Why? Just because? No, there has to be depth there. There's a reason why the love is there. Why? Why the love is not there? Why? When you when you try to smear your woke agenda on that shit, nobody wants this stuff. It's sad because you know there's a lot of people indoctrinated out there that are probably thinking, "Whoa, the Matrix! Look, it's like they're jumping and shooting." <laughs> Boring. So we've reached the end of the episode today. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Christmas 2021. It's snowing out there. It's a beautiful day. Be happy. The Matrix, the literal Matrix, not just the movie, but the fucking Matrix is falling apart. It's failing. It's collapsing. The house of cards is falling apart. 2022 year It's going to be an amazing year and just... Keep your connection. Keep working on yourself. We're not here to change the world. We're here to change ourselves and then step up into the world and have fun. Because when you have fun, things are not a drag, right? And when you see the truth, all the bullshit just falls off. You know, you're dodging bullets like Neo, like the real Neo. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast, and I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.